Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Aerial Tribe community, where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of standards plus habits are going to equal results in their life. On this podcast, we want to provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And at Aerial Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to the tribe to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to the tribe. So Aaron, let's get on with the show. What's up, tribe? Hello, tribe. We're back. We're here. It hasn't been quite so long as the last <laughs> yeah, one. That's right. <laughs> we apologize about that, but... Uh, we are doing the best we can. We're doing the best that we can. Yeah, that's the price you pay for free stuff. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, so like, share, distribute. <laughs> no. No. No, we appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, so uh, welcome to the podcast. We are uh, going to continue, I think, kind of building on a little bit of what we talked about in the last episode which was great if you haven't listened to the last episode you need to go back yeah it's it's been fun and and you know what's interesting uh i've had several people tell me that they've started doing the mutual mind journal oh cool and um the consistent theme is uh this is crazy transformative for people which is great if we can give you a tool that actually is really helpful in your world man that's that's why we do this. Yeah, I kind of think it's, it's it really is it breathes into what we're going to talk about today. I feel like we're kind of building on it. So you know, I did it a couple times since we had the show, and I'm like, okay, this is an amazing tool. Yeah, because you really want to go find out um, what God's thinking. <laughs> go do that tool. Yep. Because I think that's a beautiful part, and we're going to talk more about this today about truth. I mean, we know God. God created us. He created this world to give us universal truths. So if you're listening to this right now and you're like, ah, I don't want to talk about that God thing. Well, fine. But I always say this, if you believe in gravity, great universal truth or whatnot, yeah. you know what I mean? Th- those exist and those are there. And and so when when we're adhered to that, when there's alignment to that, you know, that's where beautiful things take place. And, yep. we, and we get to step into who we were designed to be. Because I truly believe that we were all designed to do great things um, with the time that we have. Yep. I think uh, to build on your point, if you don't want to talk about God, this probably isn't the podcast for you. Let's, Pro- probably not. Let's, be, let's just be honest. Let's, it's prob- <laughs> there's probably some truth to that. Um, now, we can have a conversation about why you don't want to talk about God. That would yeah. be interesting. But um, yeah. but this, is, this will be an increasingly difficult podcast for you to listen to. And uh, we, as the founders of this podcast, have to be aware of that. Like, our audience is going to be a certain kind of person, like a certain yeah. willingness to grow. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's important. I mean, that, that's just, that's who we are, right? So this is who we are. Yep. So like, yep. You can't know me without knowing how much I love my God. That's just the way it is. And so we're going to talk about him, but today, uh, Jason came up with a great topic and, and, um, maybe, maybe you can come kind of give the background of where this is coming from Yeah, so that you can, uh, set the stage for us. Yeah. I, I think the background of today's conversation is about, you know, how, how do I walk through life on a daily and I'm going to even say moment by moment basis to where I feel that I'm, I'm in alignment with who I was designed to be right. So often. And so my job, 
uh, real blessed. I get to touch a lot of lives, do a lot of speaking, do a lot of coaching kind of in the sales realm. And they're like, Jason, you know what I mean? Like, show me the techniques on how to grow my business. And I, and I teach them skill sets. But at, the, but at the end of the day, I tell them the most important thing now and forever, though, what your clients really want and what separates you from your competition is you. I'm like, oh, yeah. No, I'm like, and I'm being serious. Like, this is about you being the best version. I'm going to put it in business context, you know, so that you can provide the most value. And so if you're sad, depressed, uh, out of shape, drinking too much, doing like whatever those vices are that is holding you back from who you were designed to be, I said, you will put a limit on yourself. And yeah. so the natural question is then, then how do I step into that? And what's really cool is that, which is kind of our topic today. So that's kind of the background to answer your question is like, so how do I find that? How do I begin to align myself to where I'm supposed to be? And, and that's really about listening to the voice in your heart at the end of the day, you know, since we're going to talk about God today, he speaks to us all. He just does. And, and if you're listening to this podcast and, and you don't have a relationship with God, I promise you, he's talking to you. Mm. He straight up is because when you get to such a deep point and recently this has been happening for me where I know where I'm going to go and I'm not quite there yet. I, I'm telling, I start like I emotion, I get emotional Yeah. before I got on the show. I was telling you, I was walking around the block with my dog, listening to, you know what I mean? Some music, but I was in such an alignment with God because mm -hmm. he was showing me this is where I'm taking you. And I was like, whoa, like I could just feel it. Man, I kind of feel like I can feel it right now, to be honest with you. And so, so how do you get there? The first thing is, is we, we got to create the time and the space. Mm -hmm. That's the very first thing. And so I kind of think about, for me, my morning routines and, and literally like walking around the block with my dog, all of a sudden I just begin to open up. So anyway, so that's, that's, um, that's kind of where we're going with this today. Yeah. I, I think that space, and this is, we've talked about this before on the show, but um, whatever your routine is to create that space, you got to make it consistent. You got to make it a priority. And that's why for me, and I've talked about this on the show, um, the first four hours of my day are always the same. And the reason is because in that four hours, I've carved out all the priorities for my day. So priority number one, I, if this is the most important thing for me to spend time with God is the most important thing I can do. Everyone around me is dependent on me being able to be connected to God. And so for me, the first thing I do when I get up in the morning is I spend an hour with God. And it's great. Um, then the second thing that I do is I'm going to exercise because everyone around me depends on me having a sharp mind and energy and all the things that it takes to do my job. And so the, those are things that for me, if I'm going to present, like you said, the best version of myself to the world <clears throat> and to the people that I lead, uh, those two priorities have got to be in place. They've got to be they in place. To. And so I've got to create that time. Now, my wife, on the other hand, she is not a morning person. Neither is mine. Um, she uh, thinks morning is a four-letter word. And uh, <laughs> Jennifer would agree. <laughs> and, and she is a champion sleeper. Like, if sleeping was an Olympic sport, she would be a gold medalist. She's so good at it. Uh, I'm jealous of it just because I wish I could rest better. I, I sleep right. terribly. Yeah, we, we definitely share we share this common theme. Yeah, yes. so for my, for my wife to get up early in the morning and spend time with God is not productive. But for her to find space <clears throat> either midday or in the evening – when she's more alert, yeah, that for her work and it works for her. She does it. She makes it a priority. 
um, it's just not always the same space as me. So what I, I say that because when you talk about creating that time and space, it doesn't have to be one thing. Uh, for me, it's got to be in the morning or I won't get it done. That It's just the way it is. The day gets full and distracted and I don't settle down. Uh, but for like for other people that might not be that, but whatever your time is, it's got to be consistent. Yeah. And I, and I, and listen, we, I've heard, oh, well, I'm too busy to do that or whatever. And I'm like, well, that's not true because you're driving to work, driving home from work, whatever you can turn off your phone and be like, this 30 minutes is my time, my time of reflection, my time to be thinking about the issues that I need to, you know, be discussing with my heart. Yep. And, and so, um, you just, you have to be purposeful, uh, slash intentional to, to the degree in which I value this. Um, and so I, I have to start leaning into it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that's a, you know, I know people are like, wait, you want me to talk to myself in the car? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, have you ever driven by somebody talking to themselves in the car? Don't you think it's crazy? If you haven't, come hang out with me. You'll be seeing me talking to myself. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I, that, that's what, like, who cares what the other people in the other cars that you don't know? Who cares what they think? Yeah. You know, like, talk to yourself in the car. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, in fact, they've proven that people who talk to themselves out loud, it's actually a sign of intelligence. So if you want to be smarter, wow. talk to yourself. I, I have a very significant IQ. Thank you, thank you for affirming me here, Aaron. Well, hey, yeah. you know, it's, that's my job. Yeah, that's my no, job. thank you so much. Yeah. So whatever that space is for you, it needs to be consistent. It has to. And, and that's that's really important. And and if you somehow get that space interrupted for you in your day, you have to make it a priority. Like, So, for example, make a deal with yourself. Like, I'm not going to turn the TV on until I've had time with with the Lord until I've had time to reflect until I've had, you know, I'm not going to do a, anything that's going to distract me until I've had the most important things of my day dealt with. Yeah. And, and, and just to put this in a little more context, we're not just talking about like, Hey, your career, we're talking about relationships, yep. relationships at work, relationships at home, certain issues. You know, how do I, how do I deal with that? And, and the one thing that I feel like I've discovered and continue to discover more and more is I have to go to the mirror first. And the more that I go to the mirror to say, okay, who is the best person that Jason Jenkins is designed to be? I end up with a better outcome because I end up owning it. Yeah. Because I realize I can't control that other person. You know, I was given literally a week ago today, you know, counsel to somebody. He didn't want to hear what I had to say. Mm. He's like, my wife just left with the three kids and... You know, and she's like, I, I, I let him, I listened for like 30 minutes mm -hmm. and I just asked him one question. I said, so what, what, how have you can contribute to this? He's like, well, uh, no, mm -hmm. I said, so let's talk through that. Yeah. Well, she says, I'm probably drinking a little too much. And, you know, I, I injured my back and, you know, she's working, I'm not. And I'm like, well, do you think those things are contributing factors? He goes, yeah. I said, they absolutely are. So let's take a step back. You said you want to fight for your marriage. You love your family and you want to fight for it. Well, guess what? The onus is on you. Mm. Man, he did not want to hear it. I bet not. He did not want to hear that. Mm. And I said, so you can't control if she wants to come back to you or not. Agree? I said, you can only control who you decide to emulate and you got to get past the, I'm going to change, right? Like this is, and so I said, you got you to create new structures in the system. And, and I said, you need to go to God right now. And you got you to listen. Mm. You got to listen. But I said, if you're asking for my counsel, I said, I'm going to give it to you. 
you know, go be the man that you were designed to be. Yep. So he called me a couple of days later. He's like, Hey, I appreciate that. You know, because that's what I would want in my life. But, but the only way that you get in tune to that, you know, is, is, is by this discipline right here Yep. is going, okay, Hey God, I, I, I don't want to do that. Why are you telling me to do that? And we have that choice. You, you know that. And I do that. I mean, down to, I mean, freak, I, I'd love to eat pepperoni pineapple pizza five times a day and wash it down with vanilla ice cream and caramel. That's, you know what I mean? There you go. Nice. And an oatmeal cookie. And an oatmeal cookie. Just like, let's do this. <laughs> but I go, that's not who I was like, that's not who I was designed to be when, you know what I mean? That's not going to make me my best version. And I actually believe now more than ever, when you choose, and I want to be really clear, it's when you decide to choose not to be your best version, you're being selfish. Mm -hmm. You're hundred percent being selfish to the world around you. So, yeah, like your family, your your job, your business, and and so, like that. Like hopefully that disturbs people. You're like, damn it, I never thought about pizza that way. You're like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like the the things that you know that don't propel you forward. Yeah, you know one of the things that I've learned. This is interesting that you bring this up <clears throat> in my uh, fitness journey. Is that uh, I'm carb sensitive. N didn't know that. Uh, didn't know why uh, any time that I eat carbs in actually fairly small quantities, even like it tears me up. And especially when I get away from them for a while. So if I choose to eat like, oh, it's, this is so good because pizza is good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so, so good. good. And I can eat a lot uh, of it at one time. I can crush. Um, pizza. And, and uh, you know, my mama didn't raise no quitters. And so <laughs> if there's pizza left, it doesn't matter how much I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to clean my plate yeah. and, and probably yours and whatever's left in the box. Totally. Um, but if I eat it, man, I feel terrible. Like I feel terrible. And I think most people don't take the, the awareness to, to be self-aware enough to even realize how that stuff affects them. But for me, like the whole next day, I'm, I'm foggy headed. I'm, lethargic. I have terrible heartburn. Like I don't want to do anything. Sure. How does, how does that work for my family? Correct. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, so, so the, the battles are daily. So somebody said something the other day that I completely agree with. So they said, Hey, when you begin to push past your vices and so on, do they ever go away? And the answer is no, they don't. Right. Do you only get stronger? Yeah. They don't get weaker. Yeah. They don't get weaker. Like, will I always love pizza till the day I die? A hundred percent. Will I have pizza maybe once or twice a year? Yes, I will. But I'm not going to have it five days a week. And so, right. you know what I mean? Right. But, but the moment that you begin to push past that, it's like when whatever your vice is, that's going to get in the way of God speaking to you when he's like, shouldn't do it. Like that's your opportunity for strength. Yep. Right. So when the obstacles come, it's like you, you, the more and more you begin to just empower yourself with that. So the first step is you got to create space and time to listen. The second thing that we wanted to give you is you got to write it down. And I think this kind of goes on the heels of the last show. Yep. Right? So go back, listen to that because it's a great practice. But one thing that I have found extremely helpful and beneficial, especially in I want to say maybe larger decisions that could be relationship based or career based mm -hmm. is when I know that, okay, this is getting pressed on my heart. I write it down mm -hmm. and I go put it on the shelf for a couple of days, week and I pull it back off. You know what I mean? And I'm like, man, is that, is that still there? 
is it stronger? Is it weaker? You know what I mean? And, yep. and the more that I begin to go back and, okay, the affirmation and all of a sudden you're like, it's like 10X stronger. Yeah. You're like, this is God telling you. This is God. He's, he's literally just guiding you to like, no, Jason, I need you over there. Yeah. You want to be here. I need you over there. You're like, well, I got that, but like, man, it's really comfortable where I'm at. Yeah. You know, like this is really cool and I like this. I got it, but then don't ask me to do something special in your life. Right. 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 So, you know, and, and so the thing about it is, and it's, it's amazing because when I begin to go back in my personal timeline and I look at the journals 2016, 17 for me, man, there were some, there were some interesting valleys for myself. Right. And when I see my heart bleeding, like, hey, God, this sucks. Hey, God, I want to be used, this and that. What I realize is he's like, Jason, you're just not ready. You're just not ready to do what I'm asking you to do. Right. Because, see, I got to give you something to give. And that's the idea that how do you give love if, if you don't have the, you know, the capacity to give it? You know? and, and so the thing about it is write it down. And, and begin to be patient with it and reflect on it. Yeah, and as you reflect on it, you start to see things emerge in your own character that you're yeah. like, oh, gosh, I don't like that. I'll tell you a funny story. So I recently had to um, let someone go, and it was a really hard, it was a really hard decision. And what, what typically happens, and it happened to me, is when we're in that position, there's this justification process that we go through of like why it's okay to, to do this to this person. And when we do that, we go into enemy mode and we, we wind up villainizing the person beyond what's necessary. And so I had justified in my mind um, everything that this person had done wrong and um, why it was okay to do what we did and da 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 da. Um, even though I, I, I will still state unequivocally, the decision was the right decision. However, that person's not a bad human. So I'm sitting with the Lord. And God's like, I want you to text this person and just give them this message. And he gave me a very clear message for this person. And I was like, I am the last person that he wants to hear from. There's no way that I'm going to do that. And I just dismissed it and, and wrote it down, but I just dismissed it, right? Later that day, in a complete random set of circumstances, I see this person in public. And I'm like, <laughs> this is so awkward because in order to justify not just following through with what God had asked, I had to, well, he, this, he, this, he, this. So the universe, i.e. God shows up. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, Ugh. and then the next morning I get up and because I had written it down, um, I reviewed my journal before I started my next day's journal or the, the day, that same day's journal. And I was like, I can't let it go. Like I could not shake it. So yeah. I did it. I sent, I was like, look, I'm probably the last person you want to hear from. And please don't feel any obligation to respond to me. God gave me a message for you. And here's what it is. Um, and I, and I hope you're doing well. It, that, I, honestly, that was it. Sure. But here's the interesting transition. What happened was as I reflect on the follow through with that, what started to happen was, um, who that person is began to change in my mind to be more congruent with how God sees them. That's cool. And, and how that plays out is now I have compassion. Mm -hmm. Now I have a heart. Now, now I'm more in line with the created principles that God designed the world to function in. 
Yeah, I not not to to say what that's an awesome story to say, just to connect with it. There's been many times that I've been absolutely screwed. I'm sure like we all have. And, and, and meaning like in, from a business context, like where it was like, yeah, that's like a seven figure, not fun, you screwed me situation. Right. Where I held on, I'm telling you, four years, anger, bitterness, justification, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the law is the law and you are no good person. Mm-hmm. And all that that did was rob me from time I'm never going to get back. Right. And energy of just non-productiveness and and... And so kudos to you for, because I know it's a recent thing, not letting something like that go. Right. Because everyone who's on this show, you've done that. You know you have. Right. I have. We all have. Right. Right. So how do you, how do you shorten that? How do you eliminate that? Because that is going to hold you back from who we are designed to be, to emulate, right, like the characteristics of Christ. So if we're going to talk about the fruits of the Spirit, I mean, if there's one thing I got from my mentor, Senya, was like, Jason, life comes down to four things, love, grace, forgiveness, and compassion. Mm. These will be the hardest things you'll ever do in your life. And the more you think about it, you're like, oh yep. my gosh, he's a hundred percent correct. Yeah. He's like, I was like, yeah. And you know what I mean? And so, so that, that beacon, that light that sits out there for us, that illuminates and mm. says, Hey, there's some rocky shores over here. That's why I'm putting this lighthouse. So you don't run into this over and over again and you don't know, crash your boat into this. Right to let you know, like the truth is the truth. And so that, so again, but you have to be connected to that. Yep. So, so I think that kind of leads into the third point is, so first is create the space and the time. You know, if you don't, you're never going to connect. Yep. It's a great idea that will never happen. Yeah. You're just going to be too busy and so on, but to progress it, but to really honestly progress it, you, you have to have a position to capture it, pull out your phone, talk in your notes. You know what I mean? Uh, brother, sister, coworker, career, whatever it is. And then the third thing is you got to take action towards that. And, and I think that action, in, in my opinion, is this, is that, that, that there's, there's a range that's associated to it. For example, like you, you're like, hey, I'm going to send a quick text message, text message to I'm going to pick up a phone, I'm going to have a phone call, or you know what, if it's a repositioning in my career – how, how do I start kind of like low cost, low cost probing into like, how do I, how do I find somebody who's done that? How do mm-hmm. I find a coach? You know what I mean? Yeah. But whatever you do, you got to take the ground because the other universal principle in this world is energy that says, I got, I got to go do to receive feedback from this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because when you sent that text message, you said to the world and the universe, like, boom, positive energy is going out to this person says, I love you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I wish you the best. And, and, and the progression of that is, is that energy flow, that feedback. Because if you want to translate it to a business environment, until I begin to do something, I'm, ne- I'm never going to know, oh, yeah, like that, that, is, that is the right path for me. Mm-hmm. Or no, it's not. And too many of us sit on the sidelines because we're gripped by fear or we're gripped for the perfect moment when all the stars align, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to start that on Monday. You're like, that's never going to happen, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Because I think I've said it before, we don't rise to our goals. We will always fall to the processes and habits that you establish. Yeah. Period, end of story. Yep. And I think what what when you create that space to reflect, write it down, what that inner dialogue is looking like, 
and then take steps towards it, you internally become congruent with the created order. That is so significant because what you do is you put yourself in a position where you can be blessed. What I can tell you is um, people who refuse to deal with the stuff that's incongruent in the, the anger, the bitterness, the lack of forgiveness, it gets in their own way. It gets in their own way with relationships and connection. And and there are a lot of people that are like, man, I feel so, I've, I've had this conversation, I don't even know how many times with people. Like, I feel so lonely, but they're so bitter and angry. And, yeah. and, and the reason why they feel lonely is because they are. Correct. Because they're working against themselves. Nobody wants to connect with them. Like, it's the weirdest. And, and often we're not aware enough even to be able to know, like, we don't know. I know for me, even for years in my own journey, I didn't know how angry I was. I didn't know how abrupt, because uh, because so, my internal self was different. Yep. But but that piece, um, man, you gotta you gotta deal with that stuff. You do, and you know we talk about kind of dance around a little bit about energy, but listen, it is, it's a real thing. Yep. I mean, they've measured it, they've studied it. That do you know the second highest energy a human being can personify is love, and the and the highest they say is enlightenment. They're like it, it is literally like the gate to you know like, yeah. and so the more that we're in that space, I go back to what Senyo says. You're like, you just get clarity. You get you get a sense of direction. Yep. So so I think we want to encourage you, all listeners, right this second. I'd love for you to think about one situation right now. It could be a relationship. And it could be maybe a decision, both personally or professionally, that you're wrestling with or trying not to wrestle with, is to take a step back and go through this process. Be like, you know what? I'm going to create some space and time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go do that. And it's going to be authentic. It's going to be real. And I don't have, you know what I mean? We're not at, you, you don't got to go pray for 24 hours. Just <laughs> go for a walk. But like, this is going to be front of my mind. And the best way to start the conversation is ask questions. Okay. Hey God, like, I don't know. And it just, you begin to mentally wrestle with this. Mm -hmm. And, and the more that you do that, that step one is, is, is to go, is to go about, Hmm, that's interesting. And then, and just whatever that one thing is that you can do, write it down, you know, and then begin to put it in action. I think that would be our encouragement here for today. Yeah. And you might get a direct answer about that issue that you also might get a, well, before we talk about that, we need to talk about this. Uh. Because <laughs> sometimes we're getting in our own way in ways that we don't understand. True. We just didn't know. And and so that's a piece as well where you have to be willing to hear, okay, before you know, before you deal with this conflict at work, you gotta deal with the fact that you haven't forgiven your mom or, you know, your brother or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I like, I don't wanna do that. Oh, well then you're gonna continue to struggle here. Correct. Like the, this is the thing where as a human, we have to make the decision to say, I refuse to be connected to anything that will get in the way of who I'm fully intended to be. Yeah, just to, if you hadn't listened to it, I mean, I, there was one time we went through a podcast where I put something personal out there. I mean, I, I had to, with my brother, like we didn't talk for almost three years. Mm. Not, no bueno, you know? Yeah. And I will tell you, I had to, your point, I'm glad you bring it up. I had to go to him and release it and say, hey, forgive me for anything that I've done that caused any pain. If I had not had done that, and you know this, Aaron, because you know me, I wouldn't be where I'm sitting in front of you today. Sure. God, I would not be in a position to go do what I think God's calling me to go do. Mm -hmm. 
Because he's like, no, I can't use you until you get rid of that. Yep. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna use that Jason. Yep. The the Jason I got to use, he's got to look like this. Yep. You know, so from a biblical conversation, we call that having idols in your heart. What are the idols that get in the way of yeah. your relationship with the Lord? And and there are, we all have them. We all got to do that work. And um, there, you know, there's a lot. The Bible says a lot about that. When we hold on to idols over our relationship with the Lord, that's that's the same as adultery in our relationship yeah, with the Lord. Totally. Um, that's the level at which God's like, hey, that's not going to work. Yeah. And and you can sit in this when you create this space to hear, and you uh, start jotting down, and and you'll God will say, hey, I want you to let go of this. Some of those will be like, okay, I'll do it. Some of them will be like, I don't want to. Yeah. And he'll go. Like I like I know there's someone right now listening. Like you're like I'm not being the best parent I can be. Mm. You're like I know right now that I'm I'm not I am not exuding the example to my kids. Well, then you got to go do something about that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not being the best spouse, the best boss, employee, like whatever that is. As you're listening to our voice, you're like, oh my gosh, they're speaking directly at me. Yeah, yes, we are, because hopefully you're listening to this not for entertainment, but for becoming a better person. Right, right, right. That like whatever that is, right to second. That's what you got to go wrestle with. Mm-hmm. I always like to say that's the bear you get to go wrestle with right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the and the great news is this because I'm sure that you're listening that are that are listening to this you know from experience like once i wrestle with that and get past it i grow mm-hmm. we're just reminding you like we're reminding ourselves on this show the things we got to do yeah. so that we can go be used yep right and you cannot be used unless you have something to give you know how many times you hear oh, i need purpose and i want purpose and so on i'm like well listen you can't give something you don't possess right Straight up, like that's just a universal law. Like you know, like oh, I'm supposed to follow that. No, I'm not going to follow that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can choose purpose or you can choose comfort, but you can't have both. Yeah. You know. So so hopefully hopefully that's convicting um, to everybody on here because it's convicting to me. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take away today just to continue to lean into who who is I designed to be. Like I want to step into that. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I want. I want so I want people to be like. Dude, that, that's the kind of guy I want to be around. You know what I mean? And I want to be held accountable, hold him accountable. And, and I think that's what we want for everybody on the show. Yep. Life is at its fullest when you live in that space. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, if this has been a good episode for you, like it, share it, uh, rate and review the show. Um, please feel free to tell your friends about it. Um, we hope that it's been a blessing and it's a useful tool. And uh, as we continue to un- unravel this uh, series, uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you Aaron at Ariel-Tribe.com or Jason at Ariel-Tribe.com is our emails. And we'd love to hear from you. How like how is the Mutual Mind Journal going? We'd love to hear about that. How are you creating time and space to hear uh, as you start to work through? What are some of the issues that you're working through? We'd yeah. love to hear all of that. As well as if you have any show ideas that you'd like for us to tackle, we'd love to hear that as well. Um, We love responding to where people are actually having real-time issues, and hopefully we can be a blessing in that journey towards wholeness. But until next time, we'll be back soon with another great episode.